Weekends are a good time to escape to the woods. Unless the weekend begins with Friday the 13th. Because 13 is an unlucky number. But out here, so are 1 through 12. Because these are Jason's woods. And nobody leaves them alive. Friday the 13th, part 3 in 3D. Jason, you can't fight him. You can't stop him. And now, you can't even keep him on the screen. Friday, the 13th, part 3, in 3D. Now, when it comes to killing in Jason's woods, Jason will come to you. Friday, the 13th, part 3, in 3D. A new dimension in terror. It will scare you. Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits? The Saturday Night Freak Show. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and germs, to the Saturday Night Freak Show. It happens every week on Saturday. We get together. We watch a movie, and then we talk about it for your edification and enjoyment. <laughs> My name's Colin, and I'm surrounded by a bunch of internet radio superstars, including directly to my left, about to hack up his own lung. Sean. Brent. Tom. I'm back. I'm back, Tom. Okay, Travis. <laughs> She's back. And, I didn't know you uh, such a long, uh... the mask. Huh? Yes. And as usual, you can find us on Saturday Night Freak Show at blogspot.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podbay FM, TuneIn Radio, and actually a couple other places that I can't remember the names of that I submitted us to this week. So maybe if you're new <laughs> listeners on those networks... And you couldn't somehow find us on any of those, <laughs> we've got new places. And there you go. Welcome... To the freak show. Tonight's movie was chosen by Sean, and it was Friday the Thirteenth Part Three in 3D. 3D. Three D, which we actually did see, ladies and gentlemen, in three D. Yeah, I suppose there's probably a disclaimer with the this movie. Franken cut. Colin spent a lot of time. Putting What's special about it? Well, I'm oh. obsessive, so I've been always trying to find. I've got a 3D TV. I'm like, God damn it! One of these days, they're going to put out Friday the Thirteenth. Part three in 3D, 3D. optimized for 3D televisions. It's going to happen, like, sooner or later, right? They came out with a box set. Like, 3D TVs are out, and they came out with a box set. It's not on there. They put Predator in 3D. They put Jurassic Park in 3D. They put... (laughs) Amityville, part three in 3D. Where's Friday the 13th, part three in 3D? Which is, I believe, 
one of the uh, I was going to say it's one of the top grossing 3D films of all time, but that's of that course been be blown lot. since you know, <laughs> Avatar and all that. Oh, Until right. Avatar, I think it was the highest grossing 3D film of all time, just because it kept getting rented out, like for Halloween and whatever. It would you know play at uh, revival houses and stuff. They put it out on Blu-ray in 2004, I think, in a 3D version that's uh, color coded red and blue, which. You know, I mean, that's a nice attempt. Sure. That's not like true, you know, 3D. Uh, so I accidentally discovered that a couple of different DVD versions contain, one of them contains the right eye and the other one contains most of the left eye version. And I went and put them together. Nah. It was a very time-consuming process of syncing these things up. It turns out there's shots missing from the left-eye version. I had to fill that in with stuff from a Japanese laser disc. <laughs> it's obsessive. I know this movie now. I mean, I've like gone through it like scene by scene in slow motion, pretty much. So, like, I know things about this movie, like where they made cuts, where there's you know little edits in the the DVD versions that don't exist in the other one. Yeah. You know, there's a frame missing here or there. Yeah. If you want to do it, and again, you got to be you got to be obsessive like me. But you want the Friday the Thirteenth uh, from Crystal Lake to Manhattan edition, which was a box set, and then you can use I believe that's the left eye, and then if you use the new the two thousand and four Friday the Thirteenth uh, Part Three in three D version that they did, it's got a two D version that's basically the right eye. So those are the two versions you can try and sync them up. It's going to take you a while, but is it worth it? Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> definitely worth it. How long did it take you? I mean, uh, many, many hours. But we now have the only cut optimized for <laughs> the 3D universe. TVs. That we know the only we cut are, that yeah. exists. Well, it's one of those like crazy obsessive things where you start like once I I figured this out, it was like I should look up and see if anybody's actually done this and has a version that you could just download. <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? And it does turn out that there are a couple of guys who at least. It seems like they started on the process because they identified the two versions that you need, but uh, they never apparently. You were the only one mad enough to <laughs> see it through. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you need like a professional system. editing system or something. I mean, you can't just use like you know virtual dub or something. They they don't sync up. The timing on the old one is slightly off from the newer one, so they they run at two different speeds. Yeah, I saw you. So were, then, what's I saw the, you working on this? Well, what do you do? How do you slow the other one down? How do you like permanently slow like the entire film down by whatever four frames or few seconds? Well, you have to like you watch the you have to watch like every scene where the scene ends and where it cuts to the next scene. And if you're a frame off, then that means the previous scene uh, is mistimed. But do so you, don't, would like, you like duplicate a frame or something just to like try and trick your eye so it would like time back up again? Oh, it was oh. a fucking time consuming <laughs> process. But well worth it. <laughs> it's well, a forever. Well so worth it. Well, I, I mean, I've seen like every version of this fucking movie. I've seen it on, you know, TNT as a kid. I've seen it on VHS, on DVD. I've seen it on the, the, uh, I've seen that Japanese uh, Laserdisc blue uh, 3D version. I've seen the uh, Blu-ray 3D version. I've seen the DVD 3D version that didn't work, and that's why, like tonight, like not like just seeing the picture itself without having to see a color, you know, code or whatever was just awesome. Yeah, this was, was uh, as many times as I've seen this movie. This was my first time seeing it in 3D. So the question for you is, as someone who's familiar with the movie, because this is, I guess, the experience that I went through with it, 
like when you you've seen it in two D. Yes, and it's like okay, you know, it's like you know the photography doesn't oh. really it calls attention to like oh we're look we're doing some crazy stuff but it doesn't play to you so it's like this is retarded. <laughs> it just looks like they turned all the lights on. They're like it's a horror film, people turn all the lights on. You know we got to see it all. I think it plays a tad more comedic in the scenes that you're talking about, like when you know they're shoving the eyeball right at the screen yeah. or in the two D version, <laughs> right in the two D version, yes, or when the the pitchfork's sticking out of their stomachs and stuff like that. Like yeah. you can tell, like obviously it was made for three D, but didn't quite as you would expect get the effect of it. Until now. And it was fantastic. Because now it's like every single scene. Yeah. I mean, even like, you know, there's an early scene with a couple of clotheslines where, you know, the woman comes out of the uh, the house and she's like putting laundry in her basket. And the clotheslines like, you know, are set up almost at forming a corridor behind her that recede back into the mm-hmm. distance. And it's yeah. like, oh, they did that. So, you know, it and gives you that right. sense of depth. The oh, clotheslines, they're like the perfect thing to like to show depth. Yeah, you know? just the, like the, the blowing sheets. Uh, sheets. Yeah. It's fantastic because it, it does look like it's like, you know, your TV goes like 20 feet back. Yeah, and you were at the back of the room, so you probably got like the... the well, yeah, most amount of depth. All the 3D stuff was like over all your guys's heads. It was awesome, you know, like <laughs> the uh, pitchforks and the even the titles. The titles are just oh, the titles were amazing, fantastic. <laughs> uh, that's 3D, and that's no, 3D nobody can see these 3D titles, right? Except for us. Yeah, that's even the red and blue version didn't do the uh, the title sequence in 3D. They their, their 3D starts immediately right after the titles but the thing that you you're missing is that they're lulling you into that kind of sense of you know there's like a uh, a disclaimer that comes up at the beginning that says ladies and gentlemen you know the first few minutes of the film aren't in 3d but you're going to need the glasses anyway so you're wearing the glasses and they're working and you're watching the last five minutes of part two in 2d but you're wearing the glasses and then it it goes to a shot of uh of mrs Voorhees' head uh, you know, on, on the altar, and that's in 2D, and then like the 3D titles like spring out of it, and it's like that's a moment that you can't capture any other way. It's yeah. like holy shit! <laughs> like the, the stuff's coming right off of like this 2D screen. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've always wanted to see the original Friday Thirteenth uh, <laughs> title in 3D, where the, the where, glass. Yeah, where the 13 yeah. comes up and it just smashes glass. I was like, oh shit, that should be in 3D. What yeah. the hell? Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. It almost seems like they were thinking about that before, you know. Yeah, in a weird <laughs> way, right? Yeah, definitely. So take us through this movie, Sean. Uh, what What's Friday the Thirteenth Part Three? Part Three. About? It is well, obviously. I mean, it's about uh, it's about Jason Voorhees. The second movie, technically yeah, featuring starring well, yeah. Jason Voorhees as the killer in the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. The first movie, if you remember, was Jason's mother. Uh, spoilers! Without, spoilers! Oh, everybody knows that. If you if you, you, right? you listen to this, and dude, I didn't know. Like I saw all the other Fridays before I ever saw Part One. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. know that shit, man. Yeah, what was the first one everybody saw? First Friday the Thirteenth. Mine part. was Part Three, but yeah, yeah. it's the first one. Uh, Mine was part One. What's the, which is the one where uh, he's like, "He hurt me, Ma." Five, they hurt me. <laughs> was that five? Okay. Shut the fuck up, you big fucking dildo. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's like probably one of the first ones I ever saw, dude. I love Five. Mine was uh, <laughs> Part Six. I think my dad had an old VHS that we discovered one day in our in our little tape rack. We're like, "What the fuck is this?" Because it's <laughs> it's the VHS cover. It's got the gravestone, and then the Jason mask with the light coming through oh, it. It's awesome. And we're like, "Oh." Oh, what is this? And it was just like Jesus when we first watched it. I, I had to have been like ten, 
maybe younger when it's I first watched it. It's a good age to get into Friday the it, it, it is. It was good. And it was I thought like, you were going to say like four. <laughs> I mean, I mean two, younger was than ten, but damn. I mean, and that movie, that movie was, it freaked me out, especially like the graveyard scene where Oz gets his, you know, chest punched through and his, you know, his heart ripped out. Like, oh, Horse amazing. Yeah. Horseshack, yeah. Horseshack. Well, it's always <laughs> struck me that that one, part six, I think, is probably, I mean, part one, notwithstanding, because it started the whole thing, but part six is maybe my favorite because it's the most, like, cohesive movie. Like, mm-hmm. the storyline in well, that one. Part six. That was the one where they bring him back to life at the beginning in the in the graveyard. They stick a lightning rod in him or a fence, fence post, and lightning brings him back to life, and then he goes <sighs> back to the camp, and there's the guy who's uh, Tommy Jarvis. Mm-hmm. Who's trying to warn everybody that Jason's back? And you know, it's like the third Tommy Jarvis at this point. But they bring in like uh, yeah, they bring in cops, you know, who are like actively aware that Jason's there and are trying to stop him. There's a chase scene in the movie. I mean, like there is characters have stuff like you know, like Tommy Jarvis from like halftime in jail or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. See, like I, I mean, like I was only introduced to Friday the Thirteenth during console history of horror marathon. So like. My, you know, it's like I've seen like one, now three. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, one, three, uh, six, uh, eight, seven. We uh, saw seven at the drive-thru. Seven. seven. Well, what was the one where he goes to Manhattan? He's like, hey, hey. zombie. Okay. Uh, Freddy versus Jason. Jason X. Which you have a hard on for, apparently. <laughs> yeah. yeah <it> was pretty, <laughs> we don't know X. why. Uh, I like Jason X. And, uh, Uber Jason. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. And the remake. Yeah. Anytime anything goes to space, that's the like the end of the franchise. Like, yeah. The, you know, I've, I've always said... Well, it was, it's definitely we, not a good point. When a horror franchise goes to space, it's it's over. Who's going to space? Jason's Leprechaun. going to space. Leprechaun, Leprechaun went to space. space. I don't know, I, I'm and Hellraiser. Hellraiser yeah, went to space. Bloodline. Yeah. Like, I saw all the Jason movies separately throughout time, but I remember specifically this one time I went to uh, visit some family, and that was, like, the first time my family allowed me to rent. Like, I mean, I, I got all fucking eight, you know? I got all <laughs> eight of them, and I sat down and, like, I had a night of it, right? Mom, I want these. Dude, and I love how two, three, and four are, are like three consecutive nights, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they set you up to where it's like, oh, my God. I mean, that's a good watch. That's a good marathon. I mean, yeah, one, you know, you got to have one to start it off. Right. But you watch two, three, and four just the way they bleed. I, I want to say all of them start with the next movie. Except for not four. What do you mean? Does it not start with him in the I don't uh, think, barn? No, four. Yeah, 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 four it does. does start with the end of three. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's the night after three where the it starts off with the helicopter. It's like the night of where yeah. they're like picking up and the yeah, yeah, yeah. When they take him to the morgue. Yes. So yeah. So I like how all these movies start off at the first like just like Rocky movies. They start with chunk. the last like mm. like five minutes of the previous one. Is Jason, are we to assume that he's supernatural, like, from two on? No, in no. two, he's, like, he's just, like, supposedly he never drowned in the lake. Like, like the, the, theoretically, he just kind of wandered off, and he's been, like, a woodsman. Mm-hmm. You know, because okay. we're yeah. still in the age of, like, just the survival <laughs> horror, you know, we're, yeah, we're dealing got, with, like... He's got that shack yeah, there's two. The, the shack that you see at the beginning, or end of part two, beginning of part three, is, like, supposedly where his house is, where he's kept his mother's head. He saw So he saw his mother decapitated by one of the counselors, 
survived his own drowning 30 years earlier than that, apparently, or 20 years or whatever. Just and been surviving in the woods. He's just been hanging out in the woods next to the summer camp. And then in two, they bring in, like, this group of uh, counselors are being trained, like, at the next camp over. And he, like, kills all of them and then escapes to... Now, he's just working his way around the lake. Apparently, Basically. in part three, he's attacking this, like, house where these Higgins kids are Haven. Yeah. And in part four, then he moves, like... Next door to that. <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't around. like people around his damn lake. Right. <laughs> his fucking lake. You just don't want to run into him. Because, like, well, in the later ones, you know, he's obviously some sort of supernatural yeah, yeah. zombie. Yeah. Like, they yeah. him that, well, four was called the final chapter. And in that one, Corey Feldman plays a character named Tommy Jarvis, who's been, I think, the only real reoccurring character in the Tommy series. Jarvis trilogy. Yeah, he's in yeah. the character of Tommy Jarvis is in four, five, and six. But in part four, which was planned at the time to be the final chapter, right? Uh, at Literally. the end of it, yeah, <laughs> uh, Tommy Jarvis hacks Jason up like with a machete, hacks him up. So it's like, okay, there's no coming back from this. I mean, he's already had an axe in the forehead, you know, and somehow survived that, and you know, all this other kind of maiming, hangings, or whatever. Yeah, supernatural like, tart strength. He really he can get <laughs> yeah, like hatched. Yeah, retard strong. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> I, I love his Frankenstein. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, especially in three, he seems like a guy, you know, out in yeah. the woods, so a big guy, but a guy. He's got to run after you. He yeah, doesn't, like magically appear, walk after you quickly. He's, he's gotta, limping. Like, <laughs> I just love it when he's all like. Nonchalantly pulls up the harpoon, shoots her, and then just kind of drops. He does. Her. <laughs> he He's like, Dog. Awesome. He does. He mic drops and walks away. He does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of me. Yeah. This? What's special about this? This is the first mask movie. The first. It really infamous. is. And the reason that is is because like that mask was only made in Canada. I want to say in 1982 for one year that goalie mask was made. And that's like the only like you know if they would have somebody on the cat well there's at least three people that like claim uh, responsibility that like yeah. I was a hockey fan right we the story's always that somebody had hockey gear around all the time and they're like we don't want to do fucking makeup we need something we need something to cover his face yeah. what do we got and you always wonder why it's like well I've never seen a fucking hockey mess that looks like that <laughs> that's yeah, because yeah. well it was only made for one year and I'm pretty sure just in Canada I don't think. It was uh, made uh, here. Wow. Yeah, so there's a little... Canada, Canada, yeah. yeah. First time the mask appears, <laughs> oh, the, we I'm get sorry. the infamous axe mark in the upper side of his head. That continues right, yeah. on for the rest of the... Now, who axes him? Well, she does. She does. She, she does. At, okay. What's here. her name? Chris? What's Chris. 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 Chris played by Dana Kimmel. Kimmel? Kimmel. Sorry. Kimmel. Dana Kimmel. I met her. She signed my Friday the 13th Part 3 poster. She signed it with... She's still you can't still be alive. You can't be alive. Yes. She is still very attractive. Still very attractive. 30 on years later. 30 years? Yeah. 30 odd years yeah, later. Yeah. yeah, what year was this movie? 1982. 82, directed by Steve Miner. Yeah, because yeah. of the way that they, it got to be 3D also. also Steve Miner directs the house. One. Uh, yes, in and, 1986. Uh, Hollow H2O? Did yep. you do H2O? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And only one classic. Direct, yep. like ah, ah, that classic. They sat out a couple of years, but the <laughs> reason that... The alligator... Like plastic, the giant alligator. Giant alligator. Yeah. Betty White. Al- that alligator eats everyone. Fight a dick. This is right. Hey, suck it. That one's written by uh, David E. Kelly, who was really? like on a, yeah at that time. He'd <laughs> yeah. doing the practice or what was that? Ali McBeal. Ali McBeal. Yeah. yeah. Right. I never had the lawyer. He did, show. he did a hockey movie. 
can't remember what it was called. I want to say Russell Crowe was it? Miracle. Mm-hmm. Miracle is the only Russell Crowe hockey movie. Maybe <laughs> hey, Russell Crowe is a miracle. No, it was. Uh, no, it wasn't Miracle. It was something. Was it Miracle? Burt Reynolds? Was in it Kurt too? Russell? Uh, whatever. It's like it something is. Alaska or like yeah, Mystery Alaska. Mystery Alaska. There you go. Yes, that was oh. David E. Kelly and Lake Placid. Was there it is. Yeah. Um, the year prior to this, 1981. Um, there was an Italian movie called Coming At You that was released that was Coming done in 3D, and it became like a mild box office sensation. And I think the producers at Paramount were already like, you know, the first Friday the 13th had done, you know, crazy huge business. And it was a pickup movie. They didn't actually make it. It was made by uh, Sean Cunningham. Sean Cunningham. Like off in New Jersey with like New York actors and all right. that stuff. Paramount actually picked it up and distributed it and became like a big hit, like following up on, you know, Halloween. Right, of course. Which kind of made its money like slowly over, you know, yeah. over the years. But uh, it became like a big hit from a major studio. So, of course, they put the second one in the production like right mm. away. And then they're like, okay, it's the next year. What are we going to do? We can't just keep doing the same fucking movie over again. It's like this 3D thing has been (laughs) a thing. So Friday the 13th Part 3 became the first major studio movie to be released in 3D since the 1950s. 1954, yep. Wow. What a brave choice. Did that launch Jaws 3D then? Uh, they were going into production. Yeah, actually, yeah, Jaws was the next year. So I think it was probably based on the box office success of Coming At You and Friday the 13th. Yeah, Jaws 3D, they're like, we're just going to have the sharks sit right next to you. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the opening titles of that movie are like, holy shit. They're, <laughs> like, you got to back away to read I want to see that one in 3D. Yeah, you weren't a, here? We watched that. Uh, personally, I think it's an unwatchable ending, movie. The, we watched <laughs> the ending with the shark blowing up and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just testing some of the 3D stuff. Uh, yeah, that, that always yeah. seems to be the way it goes one movie's like well, let's, let's do 3d it hasn't been done in forever let's see what it does it's always a huge success and then mm-hmm. everybody else copies it that's what for happened. like five years in the summer of 1983 dies. there was uh, metal storm the destruction of jared sin anybody anybody no mm-hmm. space hunter adventures in the forbidden zone yeah. Yeah. No? treasure of the four crowns Mm-mm. amityville 3d okay. yep uh, past podcast uh, look it up parasite with demi moore there may have been one other one that I'm totally blanking out on, but I mean those are in Jaws 3D. If we didn't say that, but yeah, I mean that's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. And then by the time I well, think by I the time would, Amityville came out in the October of '83, like 3D had pretty much like, <laughs> run its course for that time. Yep, <laughs> yeah, it was a thing for a summer, and that was it. Oh, I always thought it was longer than that. I think it's always pretty short. When it, it was always there. like what '83 or '84, right? Just yeah. that solid year. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then what did Avatar bring it all back to, to Avatar day? and My Bloody Valentine 3D? Oh yeah, My yeah. Bloody that, that was that was the major jumping off point for the region. Journey to the Center, the most of the Earth. Journey to the Center. That's a good craze. one. That's yeah. a really good yeah. one. Because yeah, those movies all went off now. Yeah. Well, they're still like they're, they're still, still making them, stuff. but it's, yeah. it's the popularity. Well, that's just like because that. they don't like. Okay, nowadays how we talk about how like oh, when it's two D, you can tell how cheesy the three D gags are. Well, nowadays when they make a three D movie, they're they're thinking about that, so they're not doing anything that's going to look weird on two D. So therefore, our three D movies are like just depth movies. They're not yeah, cool, yeah, like saw, gag a little more space. But I nothing. saw I think uh, Captain America you know, two and three D and like. 
There wasn't a damn 3D thing about them. No, but, a little more but in this, you don't get them like this. <laughs> in this yes. time, what was the let's, experience? Let's like? let's do. We can do the uh, the uh, the what you call it? The rundown, the Monster Vision rundown. Ah, yeah. uh, well, the Joe my, rundown. My, my favorite was the the eyeball pop. We got one eyeball. We got two pitchforks. The when he squeezed the dude's head, the eyeball popped <laughs> oh, out. Two eyeballs. Screen. Yes, that was awesome. That was probably the best. That one, was yeah. that was my favorite. And even in the home, you know, watching this at home, like, the stuff comes out, I swear to God, you know, you're sitting there, like, putting your hand up, and I didn't even have my hand fully extended, and it looked like I was touching some of those things. Yeah. Like, they were, you know, I don't know, what are we looking at here, like, a foot and a half away from the end of your nose. Mm Mm-hmm. There's that, I think it's that first pitchfork, and then, like, the baseball bat, like, almost directly after that, or... Yeah. They're both just right in your face. Right. And the, the, the TV antenna. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. She moves that into your face. The knitting needle, yeah. But I thought it was the stuff like, okay, when, uh, I mean, I've always thought this scene was awesome, but when uh, she hangs Jason, then she goes down, and you just get that nice, like, little quiet time of her just unlocking or getting that. Uh, that the board up. Yeah, yeah. the board up. And then when she opens it, she's just like face to face with him. I don't know. I've always thought that scene had like awesome death. Yeah, because oh, it, well, the way that they shoot it, it I mean, that's one of those like things Shooted you can only it. do in three D. Is that what I said? Shooting <laughs> the way they shot it. <laughs> yeah, but the uh, the plane, like the back plane, seems to be uh, of you know your of your vision is the wall or the door of the barn. Yeah. And so then when they open the door, it's like all of a sudden, holy shit! I can see like you know way right when the, the, when the stoners like, are walking out. They're like, that's a great shot because you can see all the way into the woods. That's yeah. great depth. Yeah. Just how close he is, you know. The idea that, like, you know, you drop a villain away from you, then you're going out this door, you open the door, and it's like, it's just like in your face again, you know? I even like when the uh, VW bug beetle gets, you know, the the windshield smashed, and, and you can look through, because glass is always a cool 3D trick. Right? But then yeah. when it's broken, like, it frames up, you know, like, it really creates that depth of that, like, you could almost reach inside and touch yeah. there. This would have had a lot, like, of, you know, there was actually a lot of looking through glass in this. It's yeah. just for some yeah. reason there wasn't a lot of, like, reflecting on the, the glass, so it just kind of looked invisible. You know, you couldn't really get that that look that we're talking about, but right. but they would have had it. <laughs> yeah, I like how you're talking about the few failed uh, attempts where you can tell, like, something they're doing looks like it's supposed to be, like, I guess that's supposed to be, like, a visual yeah. thing. Like, <laughs> Right. The camera's just not at a good angle or something. They or throw just something like, near yeah. the camera or, or sure, throw sticks or, yeah, or something yeah. really She's small. like swinging on that thing where it's just like, I guess if the camera was more positioned up towards her or under her a little bit. But, <laughs> but then uh, like the featured ones, like the eyeball popping out or the harpoon, like they light it and oh, they the take their, good. their time, you know, to make oh, sure that the oh, yeah. taking the uh, hot poker out right. and then turning it perfectly for the, it's yeah. like that should have almost come right before the death in a way or, in a way it was such a powerful image that there's still like a little bit of her walking around like you know there's one that i wish would have been in 3d more and it's when she's laying yeah, in the hammock oh. and the knife comes up through her uh-huh. right. uh huh. like if they would have yeah. shot that at a different angle right, like going sure. straight down on her yeah pop up towards the screen that that would have been great yeah whenever they shoot things like that's always made me mad when i'm watching a 3d movie and whenever i see something just like at a boring angle i'm like what the you know what you're doing here. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> like when I was watching Avatar, this is when I decided 3D movies suck nowadays. When I saw Avatar, 
James Cameron, every fucking gun was pointed to the left or the right side of the screen. I'm like, this guy's a fucking asshole. Why am I watching a 3D movie for if everybody's just going to be doing things to the left or the right of the seat? <laughs> yeah, I think like that's what you're saying. They're saving the 2D experience for later. Like when you watch that scene in three in two D, it doesn't stick out as like, look, they're pointing a gun right, you know, into the camera. Yeah, but, you know, like, but like too. I said, yeah. if you got if you got long pointy things in a three D movie, you fucking stick them at you. At least you know, it's like like even like my bloody Valentine has that nice like shotgun, the, yes, the like, shotgun. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, he scans it that way. Yeah, for three D audiences, oh, it looks yeah, awesome, yeah, and for theater. like two D audiences, it just kind of looks like a scene. Yeah. I would love to see footage of like a audience watching that scene because I'm sure they all sway like to get out of the way of the shotgun <laughs> as it comes well, just, across. I <laughs> I start it, talking a lot about it. Just looked like it was coming out over the people you know in front of you. You know, which yeah, kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, that movie, you know. I think, you know, My Bloody Valentine, they were trying to get ahead of, you know, they knew Avatar was coming out. They knew theaters were going to be converted to three, the new 3D for Avatar and took advantage of it, went out and shot this movie real quick. You think quick. they did? They think they did? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Cameron really? it seemed like a cheap was, cash in for a horror movie remake. But he talked about doing did Avatar he? for a year. I mean, it was like, it's going to be in 3D and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, you had plenty of time to like get your shit together. Right. Especially a cheap James horror James movie. James Cameron's doing 3D. Oh, shit. Yeah. Shit's but the, the, the thing I like about it is because it's before, because My Bloody Valentine is before the, you know, 3D really caught on and they figured out like, this is how you're supposed to do it. My Bloody Valentine actually does take moments to throw shit at the camera. Which yeah. is, the axe just gets thrown at the <laughs> yes. camera quite a lot. Yeah, which, which is important. Uh, dude, I saw that in a trailer a hundred times, but in theaters I was like, whoa! <laughs> like, I yep. couldn't believe it. I'm like, what the fuck? I've seen that a million times. I should have seen that coming. Right? A mediocre movie got made way better using the three. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a pretty oh, good yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah, Pretty fun. But, uh, so Friday 13 uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I love, I just love getting, uh, uh, thrown into like the beginning of a fucking of the last movie. It just puts you right into the action, right? Because it's always like it's always like, oh my god, this is the climax of the last fucking movie. This is what gets you going, right? And it also pads out the running time because otherwise this would only be like an hour and twenty odd minutes. <laughs> probably that probably works out <laughs> because okay, this movie I've always like this has always been at least one of my favorite Jason movies. <laughs> I swear to God, this and Seven have the most like. Hello? What was that? <laughs> Hello? Where Let's is go this over there. From? Right? Yeah. Rick? Creeping around. And Chris? All right, so Brent, what's the point? I got to go creep over there for a few minutes very slowly. Well, at some point, Brent said he was keeping track. Were you actually keeping track of how many, like, Andy, Rick? Well, I was saying we should, yeah. because at some point it becomes noticeable. It's guilty. Just their yeah. names. Like seven. It didn't seem like seven was local. damn noticeable. <laughs> Loco! Yeah. You yeah. learn everybody's name by the end of this movie. Just because of them yelling it out, yeah. It just feels like each character is super suspicious before... Of everything. Yeah, before there's anything. It's like, they just get there and they're like, well, what was that? Well, well the very beginning, yeah. the, the first scene, they're driving and there's the ambulance because uh, the couple, the hillbilly couple at the store were murdered by Jason the night before. Right. And so then she's like just driving. She sees the ambulance... And she's, like, staring at it, and her friend's like, hey, I'm sure it has nothing. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Why is she so goddamn suspicious? Like, what does she have to be so, like... Yeah. But that's kind of borne out, right? Because in this one, at least, gives some kind of... And again, that's why I kind of like this one over some of the others. 
I mean, especially part seven, where, Oof. my God, like, that was a horrible, Oof. horrible, horrible written movie. But this one at least does try to do some kind of, you know, basic think, rudimentary, like, character work. I think this is the same thing as seven. All you have is, like, main girl has a few few monologues about, this is why I'm fucked up. And yeah. then everybody else just goes, Hello? Hello? What was that? Well, yeah, but I don't, but I think like all the characters, well, okay, maybe all, but you know, I mean, like, I really like the dynamic between uh, Shelly, the nerd, and the, and Vera, you know, because that was the, like, are these two people going to get together? Did you Shelley's really? like, I, yeah, I mean, when I first saw yeah, it, yeah, I, I mean, I, I do like the dynamic between because oh, you know, I mean, that's well, you know, it's not going to happen. Right? Like, you're you're hoping that it will. That Shelly oh, yeah. is Pity fuck. nerd, and that he's going to get with this hot girl. By it's the just because night. that actress, she's actually to me like the best actress in the movie. She's just really good at like Shelly. I never said I didn't like you know. She's yeah, very yeah, yeah. natural yeah. at being that person. But you can kind of see her starting to warm up to him, and then sure, she's just softening and the she blow. Velcro wall. It in water and it's all over, man. Yeah, that was the best acting in the whole movie. I dropped your wallet. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, I got it. <laughs> that was the. Who are you? Yeah. It's oh, like then, some, it all, then it all goes bad. Oh, sure. it goes bad. What are you doing? When she Don't was del- point that at me. That's was not she, funny. Yeah, that hey, that's not funny. When she was delivering that line, I was like, I wonder what the monologue about being alone like. If you remember, we got home late that night. <laughs> like she tells her boyfriend, like, yeah, right. I fucking know we got home late. Yeah, the monologue's a little iffy. Off. <laughs> it's because, yeah, I'm just kind of wondering, like, man, what would Expedition. that have been, like, read by her? Read by oh, yeah, yeah. Vera or whatever. The yeah. woods were wet and cold. <laughs> I sat next to her. I, <laughs> dry dry I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep. I wanted to make them mad. Oh, I was just like, what the fuck? How old? This was just last year, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, it seems so long ago now. I can barely remember. I like the idea that she almost has like those Nightmare on Elm Street type parents where they're just, you know, just the evilest <laughs> yeah, fucking does. parents. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we came up with a new uh, theory. They cursed that, at me. Yeah. You yeah. whore! It's ten thirty. Well, yeah, we're gonna give you to Jason. The, the, the <laughs> yeah. parents always seem to like change overnight. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> like, they're just like fucking. Yeah, the first time he she curses at her, and yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, my mother never slapped me before that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's but, a fucking heavy monologue. Dude. This was like Jesus Christ. But see, I mean, I think that's that's why these movies were successful is because you're playing directly to an, a specific audience who's like somewhere between ten and seventeen years old, right? Who we like to, is going through these kind of things for the first time, you and think? you're just like, right? I mean, I think these are generalized. I was raped yeah. by a mogul. You know? <laughs> I, I, I know exactly I how she feels. Not that part, but no, I mean, like overprotective. Shit. Was, it, yeah, yeah, it was okay, a stoner age. Thing. Yeah. The parents thing. What age did Basic you say? Old they were, fashioned mother problems. Like, well, I said gotta 10 be college to students because <laughs> well, Shelly. Well, but the viewers just like, based 10? around <laughs> Shelly. This guy, 10. maybe. But yeah, yeah. I think on video, if I was on doing video, it, I think it. you know you're seeing them kind of young nowadays. But really, you know, yeah. yeah. Well, TNT just had you know. I was right. watching Jason by the time. Yeah, at that time. age, just that shit just TNT, runs on USA. TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not at that time, especially because that's when syndication for those movies. Right, was I saw all and the there were, right Chucky movies, specialty programming to show those movies as well, like late night viewing. Yeah, it had oh. no gore. You know, gore was the added like extra when you got a little older. You're like, God damn, or gore that was so fucking bloody. Or yeah, gore but- was the reason you went and sought them out. Outside of watching them on TV, yeah, that's, right. why, that's why you went I there. They were like, I want to see them. Now. Yeah, because yeah. you could tell they were cutting all the good parts. There were boobies there, and they didn't show them. I need to find this on VHS. 
but there seems to be so much more programming like that is directed towards like you know ten to thirteen year olds now. You know, well now that like they're they're not going to seek them out as. Oh, I don't know. I they just don't show it a lot on TV anymore. No, they, but not every the way they used to. Yeah. Every Halloween they come around. Yeah, yeah, yeah but not the way they used yeah, to. I, don't, I, don't well, I mean, there used to be think so. Kids are going to seek out this. I, I mean, there was only thirty channels when I was ten. <laughs> Now there's fucking three hundred, you know, five hundred, you know, fifteen hundred, yeah, fifty million. So shows. that's why that's like, why kids nowadays, even though I was able to like survive on movies from the seventies, kids nowadays they just wouldn't because they didn't grow up on it on TV. Right? They just yeah, did it. They're just see, like this shit's old. Oh yeah, I got I got a, I got a point on this because I've you know I mean just on Facebook the amount of Jason stuff that shows up like Jason memes that show up in my feed all the time. I'm like it's kind of reassuring to me, you know, to be like. Oh look, Jason's still like a thing, you know. I mean, clearly but, there are a lot of. But, yeah, but is he? But is he? But Freddy versus Jason. But is he's he like Mickey Mouse? But is his thing just being the meme? Like, like we discussed before, people use the Silent Night, Deadly Night two meme, but probably have no idea where that comes from or what it is or anything like that. It's, yeah, but don't you think like on Halloween, like AMC does those uh, well, on their yeah, horathon? Well, they play like the Mickey Friday Mouse. the Thirteenth movies. Like, there's a day that they play like you know every yeah, I don't year. Think they really oh no, but I agree. But that's the thing. If they're if they're showing like they show new movies, but then they always have like Friday the Thirteenth Day, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, like Spike will do them or USA or somebody. Yeah, now they yeah. probably show the remake. <laughs> yeah. I agree. There are still people seeing them, but that number has gone way oh, down. Little sure. kids, obviously, time dude. Kids on, can tell, but there is that special core group of people that are still seeing these movies. Like the way my yeah, the generation's always been like, go "Oh my god, it's black and white. Change it." Kids are nowadays, so they could just tell, like, "Oh no, look at those fashions. This is old. It's a you know, 70 fucking change movie. it. It's an eighties movie. This is so dated." Yeah, but I'm saying, I guess, like, okay, so I'm specifically talking about the people who have been bitten by the horror bug. They oh, will go well, but and no, see all I've the seen, they'll yeah, still well, bring these movies up. Well, yeah, that's they yeah. may not be watching Warlock, but they're watching. They're Friday watching the 13th, Warlock. Am I right? <laughs> am I right? <laughs> nobody, well, yeah, they're horror nobody's people, watching Warlock. Watching. I'm sorry, <laughs> nobody, nobody's watching Warlock. You got to go watch all the Halloweens. You got to go watch all the. Texas Chainsaw Massacres. There's the list. All the Chucky movies. All yeah. the Nightmare. But that's the thing. Jason and the Friday the 13th series rates the list, you know? Because, I mean, you listen to people oh, yeah. talk about them now, it's like they can rank, they can still rank, like, their favorites. The only thing that I've noticed is, over time, uh, the younger people tend to rate the later ones higher than the older ones. Now it's like, Jason X is, like, awesome. Or yeah! They <laughs> oh, don't want to see that old out-of-fashion yeah. shit. Yeah. They're like, no one wears their hair like this. Yeah. You know, the, older <laughs> space. Ones, the older ones, while they set a standard, and that's not even the case, because they were copycats at the time, but, I mean, they kind of set this, the, the <laughs> you know, that, that formula that Scream riffs on, or the slasher film, was created by these movies. You know, the old Friday the 13th and their, you know... Indeed. And the other ones. So I think now when you look back on those, they are so cliche that, you know, they're just not as entertaining because you can tell everything that's going to happen in them while the stuff of like he goes to space you know is at least ironically ridiculous yeah you know (laughs) and awesome yeah that's the one where they tried to explain why Jason is the way he is like why doesn't he die 
That's where they came up with that. Mm-hmm. Well, he's got he's on a cellular level. He, he regenerates uh, twenty times faster than the average human being, so he can survive all this stuff. That's why he's still alive. Fifty years later, guy, we always talk about Jason How does still feel like? I mean, how does a how does a corpse accidentally get on a spaceship? Let's just talk about part three. That's the question. Let's just get back to part three. This is a whole. This is going down. Yeah, there's. Have you seen? This is. I've seen it like twice, and I can't remember what happens. I can't. There's a reason I, I just well, no. I saw it once, he one got, time. He got frozen. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the, the thing, the, the elephant in the room is that these movies aren't really good. Ah, <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> you know, none of them Dude, are really good. I'm sorry. Well, uh, one, one, one in four are brilliant. I'm sorry. Uh, one in four uh, are great uh, movies. Uh, the good, the first good, one is good. Is you know, like it's great. I mean, from from an actual movie standpoint, like when all serious, the first one's actually pretty good. Like, That's what always happens as right? a horror movie. Your first one's good, the rest. Just hey, but riff even on that, that is like no, you watch Halloween and then you look at Friday the Thirteenth. It's yeah. like this one is ripping right, that other yeah. movie off. Yeah, but I say I say Friday the Thirteenth has more the successful. Is actually pretty good right, 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 as well. What? The, 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 the new remake. Agree disagree. Oh. <laughs> That uh, that I opening just, that opening fifteen minutes I liked. I just I I liked. I like the last ten minutes. Uh, it's got no soul. Rolling credits. I just I just I liked how like you know like Jason was like a really big powerful like he went back to his savage man the running and, around and guy he's that just was cool. like he, he's really I mean it was brutal but the, the characters all sucked dick every character hated each other they're all bitter yeah, but, mean people but no, the, where the, these the, movies the beginning no, the characters were archetypes that they the arch- they weren't even archetypes they, they were, were archetypes bitter, just like people. in the first the they were archetypes. The first movie had the, these archetype characters that are all bitter and mean. And they're, they're not bitter and mean. They're not. Caricatures. They're in not the first, bitter and mean. In the first film? No. Well, he's there, there, was, re, there was reasons for those people to die. No, it wasn't. Well, by, by archetypes, of the slasher film archetypes are always like, you know. It's, stoner. There's the stoner, the one who wants to have sex all the time. The one who's the practical joker. They're not bad people. The they're just, that's supposedly immoral well, no, activity. Like, yeah, the, the, the first one but really... The people I, in the remake are literally shitty fucking people that hate each other, cheat on their girlfriends. <laughs> like, yeah. They're, yeah, they're literally they're, they're shitty again people. again trying to show that these are bad people and they need to suffer. In this movie that we just watched, we saw none. I thought, see, I just thought, Jason, the remake is a reflection on today's shitty society, so we saw shitty people that they thought people were going to relate to. I saw it as... The, the horror archetype of, of but then Jason who is, is like uh, a... Wait, what are you a, talking a, about? The remake? Like, a, yeah. I mean, like, in Friday the 13th, in the first movie, and it, it, in I think there's some other movies that represent that, too. I think four? What was it? Uh, where it's like, Jason is like this, this supernatural force that punishes the wicked, basically. The sin factor. All right. So he goes in. Number one. I don't think any one movie like literally tries to say this. This is just something that's like hindsight of looking at. No, it's hindsight. But by watching these movies, you extrapolate. He's, you know, and and so like usually the the girl that that ends up living is some kind of, you know, she's virtuous in a way. See, or, or a virgin. See, I think what this comes down to is the animal house factor, not even the moral. It's just like, what are we going to do before people killing people? Now we're going to fucking have, you know, we're going to get drunk and have sex. 
We're going to Animal House it up until we get butchered. Yeah. That is the success. Well, because, the, I mean, even the perfect mixture of a movie. When they interviewed uh, John Carpenter mm-hmm. and Deborah Hill years on after Halloween, which, you know, again, basically set this template up. I mean, they were like, you know, is this what you were trying to do? You're trying to say, like, you know, the girl who pays attention, studies in school is the virgin. You know, she survives because the other ones are being punished. And they're like. We're not saying that at all. Well, you know, it's like we like to have sex and do drugs, too. It's just the, the, those characters are more because they're uh, more socially uh, experienced, have other shit going on that, that is distracting them from the fact that there's this guy out. Mm. The, the other girl, because she's isolated, has nothing else to look at and sees, you know, that Michael Myers is out there. That's the only real reason. I mean, you know, now I think, you know, with Scream and all that, we've uh, gone and uh, adjusted that. So it is like more, you've got your, you know. Jock, you've got the the, the the whore, you've got the stoner. But even the basis for, like, Mrs. Voorhees going after people, I mean, was basically the same thing. It wasn't because they were immoral. It's because they technically weren't paying attention. You didn't pay any attention. They weren't paying attention. You. (laughs) But I do see what Travis is saying as far as, like, you know, in the the original movies, you know, in the 80s, it's like, yeah, okay, these kids were quote-unquote sinning by Mm -hmm. basically having premarital sex by sneaking drugs. off and doing drugs. What, what's the other they, list? They but, you know, thought it's like, that's what kids like to see in movies because, I mean, that's yeah, what kids do. because that's what kids were doing. It right. Was, you know, but I don't think, you know, those kids are still, I mean, now I guess looking at it like in a kind of a naive, innocent kind of way where the the remakes of Texas Chainsaw, Friday the 13th, all of them, the kids are like really cynical, bitter, backstabbing. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like this, you know, the mean girls culture is like, uh, you know, invaded the, you know, the, the kids are super vain. Uh, they, you know, it's just like they're really obnoxious fucking people that you hate. You know, right. you know and, you know, it's it's different than the old. Right. And it sets uh, it up to at that point, you're cheering for these people to get killed. Yeah. Which That's, I think is also part of the right. writers. It's, it's what you're, yeah. Right. It's what they're going for. It's like we're going to set up some miserable people that you just mm-hmm. want to see. Dead. And I'd say that even got set up back with like Friday 7 and, you know, you knew when the characters became these two dimensional victim teenagers that were just like whatever you know they had some shit to bitch about because that's drama right and again you didn't really i mean like texas chainsaw kind of introduced the the first one you're saying yeah the the first texas chainsaw introduced one of the most annoying characters in the history of all horror films franklin leave franklin alone i'm sick of people picking on him that fucking guy is hot and he's been there all day God damn, he's hot. Look at him. He is hot. He's sweating a lot. You he's know, in a wheelchair. He's Texas. He's Everybody else is swimming and he can't go swimming. Yeah, he can't fucking go swimming. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. the spitting just tantrum. A, you know. I mean, that is part of it. I think that you sit there and you hate Franklin. You know, I mean, I don't know if that's, I liked a, if that's a, you know, uh, unintentional Man, consequence so or if they were trying for that. But, Man. I mean, the character is annoying. But I can still, <laughs> even then, he seems like a real guy. Yeah, he's annoying, but you really you kind of feel bad when he dies because you see the way that guy cut himself because it's fucking terrible. I mean, everything's terrible. He's See, I almost see Shelley in Friday the Thirteenth Part Three as like their Franklin character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no one like him really in the other two films. And I also think that but Shelley represents that probably the target re- audience for these movies. I'm sure. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, God, it's for the geeks. Yeah. 
I mean, that's the cool how... people are fucking while they're while this movie's playing. The, the yeah. geeks are the ones that love it. <laughs> they go to the conventions and shit like that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's why I kind of like. I still, even to this day, like Shelley is one of my favorite characters in the Friday the Thirteenth movies because he <laughs> seems like a genuine, like you know, oddball kind of. You know, like, oh, look at that, like, you know, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Do they? I, now I can't even remember. Do they show his? Death scene, or do you no. just see the aftermath? You just see, yeah, see the aftermath because he wanders into the. Uh, he thinks he sees the two hippies in the uh, barn, and then he just wanders in there. And then it shows Jason wander in there, yeah. and then it just shows Jason come out with his mask on, or not and come out, but Jason walks down the dock after right. uh, the Mexican chick Vera. Vera. Yeah. Vera. How'd you? Where did you get this Mexican? Her chick? mom was Mexican. She goes. Yeah. I don't speak Spanish. Yeah, she goes. She is not going. <laughs> and then they run inside and go, She's like, what's she say? saying? She goes, Spanish. I don't, I flunked Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Mexican. They're Mexican. And then Mexican. plus, this is like the most shameful thing of all time. I love oh, it. Oh, he's bringing it up. Oh my God, I have to bring it up. Because it's like, I see this movie so many times, and it was only the past few times where I'm like, holy fuck. Where, where her, she goes to the store. Yeah. No, fuck. No, this is the truth. No, I know. Speak up from the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, like she goes to the store and and the lady at the counter goes, "It's gonna be this much money," and we don't accept food stamps. And she's like reaching in her pocket, and as soon as she says we don't accept food stamps, she has to stop and like, yeah. Shelly, can I borrow some money?" It's like, yeah, holy I mean, fuck! So she was a Mexican, ca- a female Mexican character in a Hollywood movie that I was gonna like buy oh, sure. fucking <laughs> use food stamps. Yeah. It's just like, holy yeah. fuck, this is racist. Yeah, well, I mean, now see, that I'm not racist. It's racist. Yeah, well, I'm just back it out. Now, that's right. one of those things where time allows you to go like, holy shit. Oh, no, I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but again, I think that's, again, the appeal of horror films. They've always been. I mean, you look at, like, People Under the Stairs. It's always the disenfranchised and the uh, that are the heroes. Are the, the, you know. I do not recall People Under the Stairs. <laughs> yeah, no, well. he's like fucking pulling what out. What the weird. fuck hero <laughs> is in? Oh, people Under the Stairs. Remember a kid with a flat top. Yeah, yeah. It's the little black kid, and you know, it's like the hero of the movie because you know, it's like it just seems like the people who turn out to see horror movies are like the nerds and minorities, like in droves. For sure, that's the you know, for sure, same same thing with comics. And that's why when you go watch, actually, yeah, there's no black character in. Oh yeah, the the, in Friday Thirteen Part Three, but then I was thinking it is Ali Gang and Fox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the gangsters. Ali is played yeah. by Nick Savage, who you may or may not remember as the Savage. bouncer in Fright Night who gets his throat Yeah, that's right. Oh, really? In the that's dance right. club. Wow. Move me. Move he's, me. he's come far. <laughs> <laughs> he's come far. Yeah. Yep. That was two years later. I don't know what he's done since. Oh, wow. Nick Savage, ladies and gentlemen. Nick Savage. Woo. Here's you to you. Savage. Yeah. Who actually almost makes it through this film. I know. Yeah. But, wait, what? Oh, it's no, still wait. Done. I forgot. I don't know. Now, I forgot, I forgot so he was going to pop up. Now, what happened to the last time we saw him before he popped up? We just see Jason hit, like, take him four down. four times in the head with a wrench. Very <laughs> right. violently. Right. Enough to crack your skin. Yeah, enough to yeah. die. <laughs> it's almost you the think Jason brutal as doing death. this enough. Yeah. The whole thing. He know how to kill someone. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That whole scene comes like, popping up in the last reel somewhere. Comes back. That's just a horrifying nice scene. Just because it's like, okay, we're going to get back at the gangsters from the fucking store are going to get back at these people. Even though I love, I love Fox. His little little thing about how like you've got to ask nice. Yeah. Can I please have the wallet? 
Can I please have the wallet, man? I love that shit. That's good. That's, That's real, real nice. <laughs> so then they're going to steal the fucking gas. And they're like, oh my god, that, that's like the longest fucking ten minutes of this whole fucking movie. Because it's just like, so Fox wanders in there. And like Loco, like like Caesar, like swinging. It's like, get down, girl. And then goes in there. He's like, fuck. Fox, where are you? Fox. You're going to get it, girl. Fox, where are you? Where are you? And then Ali goes, Loco, Fox. It's just like fucking shit, man. This movie is just people looking for each other for fucking ten minutes. Fox, Loco, what the fuck you doing, man? The bad ones, the bad ones. I'm sorry. Like, oh God. Okay. I'm going to have to bring this up. The Prowler, the Prowler, that whole movie is going to a house with a flashlight going, hello, <laughs> hello, walking around real no, slow. It's like, it. holy shit. So many of 40 minutes of this movie is just walking around slowly going, what's there? What is that? But there were Did so many of those movies that were made, like, you know, in the wake of Halloween. Like, there were so many fucking... We should make a movie called Did You Hear where's, That? Where's that Grindhouse trailer? Yeah. Did you where's hear that, that one? Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're constantly... When, they're, when, they're, when they... The worst is, like, I think they're uh, the main character and her 40-year-old boyfriend... Rick. Hey, I like Rick. This is a Rick's sweat good. of a brow. I like that little, that's a good little like, monologue. This is a sweat of a working man. Back yeah, sweat, yeah, sweat of a brow. Like he fucking loves his <laughs> They're walking back through the woods, and they're walking through the woods, and every five minutes, did you get, what's that? Yeah, even he well, is. Well, it's like, what are you doing? What's going on? You didn't get raped by a mongoloid. You're on twigs in the woods. You're walking through the woods. Well, yeah, but to be fair, she just told him that super creepy story super, about her, yeah. you know, being raped oh, in the true. woods. You know, I never thought about that before because up until that moment, he's like, no, you're fine. No, it's okay. You're fine. He doesn't see anything. <laughs> he's like, and then, like, up. she's all like, whoa, what's that? What's, what's going on? And then when they're coming Chris, back, yeah, then it's after the story. Yeah. He's freaked out. Then he gets that, scared. That guy is still out there. What was it? What, which, what was it? <laughs> did you hear that? Which what they never it? did find him, according to that story, so I'd be a little freaked out, too. It's I'd be a like, tweet. And if they were just watching the news. Which they weren't. This but if they were. Jason's got rapey. This is. Uh, they don't tell you she got uh, raped. This is a separate incident with are you, Jason are that you we've never seen. That Jason? Like you don't, you don't know a definitive. No, well, yeah, because she pulls off the when when he gets hung and then he takes the mask off when she goes, "It's you." Yeah, but she's also pretty nuts by that it's point. Her. It's him. It's him. Yeah, she's it's come on. You okay. just don't want Jason. It's not that complex. He her. Deal with it. It's not that complex. It's this him. is real shit, man. This is real horror shit. It's real rape. But what were you there saying, was raping John? in the this is early a separate incident. This is like I don't. Uh, um, this is a separate <laughs> incident. Like it's a separate, almost a separate attack from Jason that isn't like part of a main part of a main movie well but we don't i mean but like jason too set up the idea that he's just a hillbilly guy he right. eats animals he fucking right. sacrifices women to his mother's that's like head. a jason short story where he goes a little bit it's like it's like what jason like, does in his spare time between movies is what that little section was that was before the whole rampage because the rampage started with two three and four right this happened before two right i just gotta say they kind of like cheap out in the whole like she's just like i blacked out and i woke up in my bed i'm like what the fuck is that about yeah how the fuck do, even if jason rapes her like what the parents covering it up or something they send her, her away mind, her mind can't deal with it 
Mm-hmm. But still, like I just but still, but how she wake up in her own bed? I mean, uh, they found her somewhere in Tucker. And- see, she, she wanted needs, back, she needs yeah. fucking Doctor Cruz from Part Seven in this. Fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We need a. Oh, like, Chris, does. we are here to figure out what the fuck happened to you that night. <laughs> well, as we were you watching, got raped by Jason. Well, we were watching the movie because this movie, of course, also <laughs> ends with, with a. Uh, it takes a. Uh, it borrows something from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where the hero heroine. Is start raving mad at yeah. the end of the movie? Hell yeah! Because mad. of what they've dealt with is like, and I'm like, you just don't see that anymore. And that to me is more frightening than the Jessica Beal being able to take on you know anything right. and not have a scratch and be like, oh, girl power. Right. You know, it's like the fact that if you're if you're she's a frightened woman and <laughs> afraid, you know, that is that's more frightening to watch. Right for sure. With like- an event like this, I mean, that is. <laughs> If you think about that in real life, like that, something like this happening to you, like you go your whole normal life, and then some shit like this happens, that's gonna make you go fucking nuts. Yeah, this is if you've already been right. Like that'll make. Well, I like how this actress she does have. I mean, she has a very uh, like a very distinct uh, crazy uh, performance. (laughs) It's kind of good, kind of. It's kind of good. But she does it. She comes across as she's lost her fucking mind. (laughs) But when she does the laughing, it's a little like... I was okay before the laugh. <laughs> but but I do like how she she does that face. As soon as she puts the axe in his head, she's there. She does. As soon as she puts the axe in his head, she's like... She does it. She's yeah, right yeah, there. You see yeah. in her face. All right. She's got crazy. Well, it only happens as soon as she sees it's you. She is she starts to lose it. I'm going to propose something here to the group. I, I oh, accept. What <laughs> done? What if on that fateful night like a year ago? What if Rick actually raped her? What the fuck? Stay with me. Don't. This is too rough. Told told her a story. About, you know, in the hysteria of it all, you know, she repressed it at some point. They fabricated the story about this, you know. What if it was her father? Killer retard strong. Maybe it could be that, too. She is always kind of, like, denying him. Maybe he finally snapped and went, fuck it. It He is very impatient, too. He's like, I could have spent the weekend with this lady. I love saying, boy, are you stupid. (laughs) She always talks about, like, it happened right after he dropped her off, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and then all this shit went down. Taking on a whole fan fiction. (laughs) It could be. I'm I'm pulling on the thread. (laughs) 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 You too? Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Like a diamond. (laughs) Well, let's not disturb I don't want to think that. I'm just saying, because that, you know, I mean, he's a good dude. He's a good. You may think I'm just a country boy. He's waiting his turn. He's just like, dang, damn it. He wears sweaters on his fucking he does. shoulders. He's only like he didn't 40. rape nobody. He's not forty. He's a very mature thirty-three. <laughs> he seems. He seems to be annoyed with the fact that all of her friends are there. Of course. Well, yeah. He's he hates that. He hates well, they're the city folk that are changing he her. Like you came around here with your marijuana cigarettes. He's wrecked like his car. 40. He's like. Yeah, wreck this fucking car. Right. I like. I like how the cat car. No, I like how Shelly makes a joke to him about like, oh, there's just a few damages. I'm he sure he'll just shit out of Shelly. Sit down, I'll be like, fuck you, Shelly. Right, fat motherfucker. He's a mature forty year old man. <laughs> I like him. He's one of my favorite leading male roles in part two, or no, or not part two in Friday the. 13th series. And he is the one that gets... Uh, I just went to say the Friday 13th series, but I said part two for some reason. He gets the best death with the eyeball poppage. He does get a pretty good death. First head squeezing of Jason, I believe. I just like... That's an awesome scene. Many more to come. 
Yeah. The whole her walking out of the door, the camera slowly backing up, backing up until you reach the corner of the house, and he's sitting there. Yeah, good reveal. That's fucking tits. Good reveal. Yeah. That's what I'd like to rip That's off. filmmaking right there. That's, that we shot. should rip that That's off. Good reveal. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that I've been you know studying this movie closely, like scene by scene, I actually, you know... Over to, you know, because I used to think like these things are just cranked out and they're like, you know, whatever. But going back, it's like, oh, okay, I can see what they're doing. They have a lot of long takes, you know, getting all your actors, you know, moving through one space and with these wide camera angles. I mean, there's a lot of scenes that just kind of like play out with the one camera. Yeah. Angle. Oh, yeah, really nice. Like, huh, that's not, you know, I mean, that actually does take some kind of, you know, planning. Just where they're stepping. That, and, yeah. yeah. Choreography or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Made me appreciate the job that Steve Miner did just a little Steve bit more. Than, yep. Should Steve we Miner. wrap it up? I don't know. We got anything else going on with Friday the 13th Part, Part 3 in 3D? 3D. In 3D. Wrap it up. Well, so, okay, at the end, when Jason's mom comes back and oh, that was fucking drags her out of the... The boat into the the lake. That's because she lost a damn. So mind. that's just her vision. There, no, that's see, just them trying to one? like. I, yeah, it's been a long time. In part one, Jason is a little boy who's not supposed to exist at that point. He's dead. He's he drowned in the lake. In the in the in the cosmology but, part one, but, and he but comes Jason, up, he but comes Mrs. Voorhees told. Uh, scare at the end of the movie. Oh, okay. so this is inverting that it's by having right. and the only and I believe it's it in there just to be like, fuck, it, let's have her jump out. Yeah, like in her craziness. But somehow by because having, part two had Jason jump out again. Yeah, but well, not out of the. I mean, in this the is window. Window. This yeah. is like a deliberate steal. From yeah. The first oh, definitely. Yeah. But, but in it some ways, like it, it kind of makes sense only because they what? put that bit from the first, the second movie at the beginning. So, like, mom actually does make an appearance, yeah. and then she, so she bookends the movie. But right. but she yeah. would have because the like reason it. Alice envisions that is because she tells her uh, uh, Mrs. Voorhees tells her the Jason story. Right, yeah. Chris has no fucking reference to Jason yeah, Voorhees' his fucking mother. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> this so is true. I call it dumb. Yeah, Did Chris see true. the vision or was it just Alice? I can't remember. That was the second Alice event. was Alice part one the, yeah, yeah. who envisions Jason as the little boy. But Chris doesn't know this guy's name is Jason Voorhees. He doesn't know, doesn't know of the mom mother, or anything. Doesn't know, Only we doesn't do. Know anything. She's been living in a city somewhere in New York, I guess. So at the end of two that we just saw, who were those two? That was she uh, Jenny. Jenny and Paul. Because the vision comes to her, too, right? No, no, wait, she's pretending to be... No, actually, Jenny does have a vision. Jenny does it to Jason. Yes. He's, Jason having, he's having the vision of his mom. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. But Chris, the Chris character has no idea of the mom yes. whatsoever. He should not yet, be referencing Yet, according that. to this movie, her craziness gives her this vision of the mom jumping out of the lake, which technically shouldn't exist in her craziness, which, because she doesn't know who that is. Alternate <laughs> ending? Didn't this have a... Yeah. What was the original ending to this? They shot he an ending kicks... where he comes what? out, he yeah. grabs her, and he decapitates her. That was what? shot. Yeah, I've it's got shot. skulls from it or something. Was it? Yeah. Is it... Isn't it? All, is it on the Blu-ray? Uh, I'm pretty I sure, right? I've never actually seen it. Maybe. Well, I know. I. I mean, I know about it. I have to. Like, yeah. See so there's still <laughs> all over. We'll Wonderful. post them on our Facebook Please page. Do. But you see him grabbing? Like you see from the back of her head, him grabbing her with his knife up. He doesn't have the mask. On I thought they point. shot some of that, but that they might... did. Yeah, they shot it. Isn't it on one of the DVD? I thought I saw something. Or is that? I might be thinking about the end of part four, though. Or the... I can't remember. 
It's <laughs> my so life tough. is crumbling. There was an alternate. There's too many Friday movies. <laughs> all the that, actors are so bland. <laughs> they all blonde women. <laughs> and just this week, as we're recording this, it was announced that they're making another one. Oh. Yes. They can announce all they I hope want. They don't break my they heart announce, again. All right. They announce everything nowadays. They're making a Mrs. Doubtfire. That, that no. will not come. To, that will not come to pass. Just because they, they fucking announce that it's being worked on doesn't mean shit. I'm tired of. Director. This is Sean's rant corner. I'm tired of companies announcing that shit's getting worked on. It doesn't mean Friday anything. Friday will always come back, my friend. I agree. Every ten fucking years, I agree. no matter how shitty the script is, they're I agree. like, oh, damn it, we need to hold the franchise together. I agree. I they think it'll always come maintain back. Maintain the rights. Well, this was, and this was a thing, too, where they, uh, Warner Brothers, I think, is in charge of it now, and they... What? They, yeah, they, I thought Paramount bought it again, though. No, no, no. Warner Paramount traded their interest in Friday the Thirteenth to Warner Brothers. They did, didn't they? For for a part of Christopher Nolan's Interstellar. They so did. Now, so now I what? thought it was vice versa. I thought Paramount got somebody got it back. Paramount got it back from the Weinstein's. No, for, it, was it was New Line Cinema. New Line, whatever. But they but had they Jason. Got it, but they got did Paramount get it from MGM? They named Jason and the character, but Paramount had the title Friday the 13th and the Mom. I, think, I know, but that's. Like that. I thought. I swear to God, Paramount got it back, though. You might. Oh, you might be that's right. That's why Jason went. I'm pretty space. sure Paramount got it back. Warner Brothers put out that box. Because Warner Brothers, what. Did they? Uh-huh. I thought Paramount did. That's why they could call it Friday the 13th and not Jason's this. No. Jason's Warner Brothers set. finally got to call, finally got to call it. Because Warner Brothers owns New Line Cinema. Huh. Yeah. I, 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 think but I, I, I thought Paramount got it back from Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers owned New Line, so Paramount got it back from Warner Brothers. Yeah, I thought Paramount got it back from Warner Because, all right, the, sure. the new one was a Warner Brothers New Line release, yeah. correct? Yeah. Yeah, the remake. Yeah. Then Paramount, I believe Paramount he's right. I believe got Paramount it got it back. Well, I'm pretty sure. We're gonna have to check this out and post fucking once in this goddamn I, I, podcast. I might have to, I, yes, I might have to agree with Travis. I think Paramount got it back. They got something back. Right, I'm well, sure they got it because they also got something else back too. They got Friday and something else. Yeah, fact checker, yeah. Captain Google. Yes. So let's do a wrap up while we start. We start with wrap Brett. it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. I can't rhyme that. Right here, Sean. Right here. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, Friday the 13th, 3D. Uh, okay, so do you guys ever go back and watch? I was just thinking about this during this podcast. Never. But do you ever go back and watch these 80s slasher flicks with the knowledge that you have of Cabin in the Woods? Like, as if there's a control room somewhere and, you know, they're leading them down this. If you're a true horror fan, Cabin in the Woods is an afterthought to anything I that can be told so. to you. Well, so. a horror fan, and that was yeah. a master's thesis. But, well, it was master. Like, I mean, it's awesome, but, I mean, it's just it didn't like, teach you anything. You didn't already know. It would just be a fun way to watch these films, you know, because, I mean, even while watching it, we're remarking on how Jason can kill somebody, tie him up in a tree, and have him drop down at the exact time that the victim is running past, That's you know. Fun. It's like, all like planning. That's a Halloween thing. He's, he's unlocking windows so that they open properly when the wind blows. <laughs> yeah, he's adjusting things. Yeah. Or maybe that's actually a Texas Chainsaw thing when he just finds the girl in the fridge. So you always gotta up. find the kill room. The killer's sure. room. But now but they turn find it into but finds it, the kill room. Yeah, but now it's not even finds the kill room. Now the killer's like just like, what do I do with this guy? So put him up here. You know, I'll put him in this closet. 
Maybe nobody will come in here. So the, the, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 of course, but if they do, I'm going to tie them up blood just in case. When she's with a very there. weak knot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Time it could be a five minutes. It could be the worst, you know, axe murder scene. But like by the, in the hallway. But by the time one of the characters comes out to look for it, it's all cleaned yeah. up. And it's, yeah, that was a little. That was serious. That was a little. That was a He he knows how to mop up his. Maybe kills. just he chopped him half. All he had to do was reach over and get the fucking. The the maybe floor uh, like gore I didn't carpet. remember maybe like when they go back to the scene where he's up in the up on the the beam <laughs> carpet yeah. like right. I didn't remember him being that like yeah dude exactly down the man. middle and you could see dude, everything I don't remember this that this movie that in fucking three D is like wow it's like I've never seen it before four four Four. Oh, anyway, what were you going to say? He, just, he only said, like, one... Recommend it? Yeah, that's what always happens. <laughs> well, he started with a question to us. That's the problem with this rap. Uh, so. Let me ask you guys a question for my rap. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this movie? One at a time. I wanted to get that out there before I wrapped it up. Um, yeah, watching it, definitely. I've seen it once in the red and blue, um, but it doesn't have the same impact that it does when you can, you know, because even the red and blue, your eyeballs always feel a little bit crossed. Yeah. Uh, this, it feels like you're watching a full color uh, 3D movie. Especially with those titles. And especially with the titles. The titles are great. Fantastic. That You know, and that just gets you jazzed for the rest of the film. And the rest of the film, it pays off 3D wise because like we've been talking about, you know, they were in it for the gimmick in the 80s. They, and that's what they gave you. And that's what you love. I mean, there's still that depth in this film that, you know, sometimes Tom complains about these giant rooms. And that's just because, you know, they're creating this this 3D environment that it because you're watching it on a TV. It seems unnatural. But really, you know, it's like for me to call and, you know, it's like it's a certain amount of depth. Um, I've always enjoyed. I know that's the, about four, four or five feet. The, yeah, the the, <laughs> the listeners can't tell. It's about this high, listeners. Um, How it's, wide? <laughs> this Andy, wide. big. Shelly? Point to the color. <laughs> Shelly, where are you? What's that dripping? What's that sound? Uh, the, the I, I like... Ooh. I do like the characters in this. I think they are stereotypical of any other Friday the 13th film, with the exception of our girl that got raped in the woods. What's Chris? Chris. Yeah, with the exception of her. And then, um, oh yeah, okay. okay. And then also, uh, I I agree that Shelly is a stronger character too. And I even do like Rick too, Travis. I think that Rick is... Rick is a good character. Get behind that guy. The stoners are obviously... Natural acting in a horror movie like this goes a long way. Yeah. Goes a long way. Yeah, it does. It really does. Um... And the the stoners are comedic relief. Clearly there because and of they, the success of Up in Smoke. Yeah, clearly. Because you even think that's... <laughs> Chong. Like, clearly. is that Tommy Chong? <laughs> clearly. That might be, yeah. It, it, it almost did seem like they didn't hang out with the other people at all. They got yeah. there and, like, went to their own corner and well, started yeah. smoking. That's it. They isn't, didn't even talk to anybody. Isn't that kind of the stoner mentality? They were in... Well, no, you hang out and smoke weed with your friends. And that's they were, like, they, literally in the van and then in the house later. Gone. They were, like, yep. nowhere else in the <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, the dude went to the outhouse at some point. Even though I think they got the best lines of the movie. They got some of the best, like, like little dialogue jokes together. Well, that's... Everybody's always... Oh, have we brought up the everybody's always shitting in these movies? Whenever everybody's that always <laughs> shitting. Everybody's shitting. Twice Everybody's in this movie, sh- two times in this. I think this has the like. I think this is the most in one in one movie. I think so. Two times in one movie. We didn't even mention the geography of the house. 
Right. Well, no, we figured it out. Did we? Yeah. I mean, they're I'll the bore you with it later. <laughs> the stoners seem to be in a diagram. We, we, yeah, I can actually draw it. It's, okay. Yeah, draw it. Draw it. It's a superpower. That'd be a good podcast. I got it now. Um, yeah. So uh, it's a, like having recently seen seven Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven, and now having seen this, like this is like light years better, light years above seven. I mean, this still feels like they're trying to tell a story, like in a whole encompassing thing. I'm assuming by, I can't remember one through four very well, um, but I'm assuming by the end of four, you've got some sort of story arc that is, <laughs> well, just, just based on the fact that well, he's, four, four kind of starts in our, what'd you think of part three? <laughs> they kill him at the end of part four. Right. So it's like, it's like mythology and arcs and story and continuity. And so like a, you best just say what you think of this movie. Well, the <laughs> the idea that this is a uh, it's a Jason that is mortal, and he's on a killing spree through Crystal Lake, partly because of his mom. I mean, that all is true up to four, right? Yep. Yep. There you go. One, yeah, arc, two, right? three, and four. I'm not talking like some deep story arc. I'm, yeah, two, I'm saying like the well, two, three, four is just connected through like newscasts. Because by the time, <laughs> by the time you get, happen, yeah, like within the course of a weekend, right? right. It's like a continuous, time yeah. Period. And by the time you get to like eight and Jason in oh. space, I mean you're dealing with singular ideas that yeah. aren't very good. You know, hey, let's put him in the city. Let's put him in space. Let's match him up with Freddy. You know, I mean, these those are just making money. Jason, that's when it gets good. Well, if you're, yeah, that's Tom's review. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that I like this because it still feels like a like a coherent story, and you still get all the death and everything too. And it's in 3D, 3D. Um, So I recommend it. You know, it, it it's hard to go into this movie because it, it's 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 really hard because this movie there's only there's only one version right of of what we watched is the one that Colin painstakingly made so um you know like uh the Friday the Thirteenth movies you know they're they're really really hit and miss on the are they good movies or not you know it's it's hard to say it depends on what you're going in for you know i mean like you know i mean what you're going in for and what you're getting is is a mindless i mean like on, on the third level right the first one's actually a fairly decent horror movie um and then from then on out it's just kind of like mindless slasher films as far as uh, what you're getting out of, and uh, this one is, you know, like if you're really into the mythology of Friday the Thirteenth and you want to know, I mean, this is the introduction of the mask, and I guess that defines who that character is from that that who that when you think of Jason, you think of Jason in this movie, and from that on out, so. From that perspective, you know, like this movie is, you know, when when Colin introduced me to Friday the 13th and said, like, here's the Friday the 13th we're watching because here's what we need to watch in Jason. He never showed me this one. So that always told me, like, because I asked him about it. I'm like, why don't we watch three? Because that's where he gets the mask. He's like, no, no, we're going to watch four because four is the better one. So... You know, I think we watched one followed by four. 
at, at, at that at that night as far as like my introduction to the Friday the 13th series and then I think later on down the road we watched like the remake followed by like seven and like for shits and giggles watched fucking him be fucking a zombie in Manhattan cause it was kind of funny and humorous uh, so I guess I mean, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not a fan of horror movies. I can't really come on and say like, hey, you know, one way or the other. Um, if you if you want to check out Jason and his origin, then this is a movie I guess you need to check out. It's, it defines him as as the character who he needs to be. So I, I suppose you need to see one and, and then three, I guess. Because if you see one, then you get to, you know the you need the two. And then no, you get two, you see the end. Of it. Ah, the end. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. This this introduces the mask. It introduces the look. It introduces everything that is that character. I can't really recommend it because I mean, unless you can get the version that we watched, today, it was it was an enjoyable experience with friends. So I guess I don't know. This is like I wish this is the way Jason looked in part two. Like I wish like that oblong head. Because like yeah, two is the first Jason movie. I just wish he looked like Jason in part two. But still, you know, two is still somewhere. fucking great. God damn it, there wouldn't be a three without a two. That's a reason for that. Because three, three to me is when they really did cheap out like a little bit on these characters a little bit. You know, like I think. You know, yeah, they still had some of the jokes. They, like, really, they had nothing for them to do, right? They got to the house. It's like, what are we going to do now that we're at the house? Oh, uh, uh, we're going to go skinny dipping. Yeah, 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 yeah. What else are we going to do? Uh, Which they never showed them skinny dipping. We're going to... I got better things for you to do with your hands. Let's go in the... Uh, the, uh, the uh, Hammock. Lagoon. Hammock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so this movie's like this is Lagoon. <laughs> the movie's Lagoon. it kind of limits itself. It really does. Like, there's too much. Like, hello, hello, hello. Rick? What's that? Like, I don't know. There's just too much. I mean, like, <laughs> a fucking, tw- oh, fucking twenty minutes of this movie, if not more than that, is that like hello creeping around. But I love the ending of this movie. I love like it's like I say, as soon as you get to that point where she walks out where Chrissy walks out of the house and it backs up and you see the boyfriend getting her his head smashed, dude, that's when that movie it just you know, the wind's all whipping around, the fucking music's dum 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 That just gets me into it. I like that. It's classic. Classic Jason. I like how the first uh or not the first, but I like how two, three, and four, I like how consecutive they are. It makes me feel uh I don't know, feels like an event. Just feels like you're living through something. The worst week ever in Crystal Lake history. Ironically called Friday the thirteenth. It takes place over like Four or five days. <laughs> well, but Friday Thirteenth is his birthday from part one because today is his birthday. Today is his birthday. And then you can only assume that Friday Thirteenth Part Two is the next year on Friday Thirteenth. Yep. I think it says one year later. It just doesn't say how long of a distance there is between when Jason murders Alice in her home mm-hmm. to the point where the counselors are going to their right. camp. It doesn't necessarily say when that is. Right, because at the end of uh, Part Two, there is a corpse, a very decomposed corpse, with the pick sticking on the side of its head on the right next to the altar of his mother. 
I don't know if anybody else saw that. The pig. In right, whose head? right in uh, Alice's head. Remember at the beginning of uh, it's the beginning of part two. He comes up behind her when she opens the fridge. I remember the, the pig, but I don't remember her. At the, I don't remember her at the end. If you look at the end, where the altar of his mom's head, hmm. there's a corpse with a pick in its head. Weird. I'll have to I that know. Out. Yeah, Each of these films is still just like one day, right? One night. Well, it depends because okay, like okay, part three, part three. We start off at a nighttime shot where the news said that uh, I don't know if it was supposed to be that day or the day yeah, before no, that. Was it that it's day? Because it's, it's daytime. Yeah. Yeah. It's with the so, day. yeah. So that means Jason was there the night before. So Jason was there the night before. He kills the hillbillies uh, that night. And then this is the next night. Right. So right. it's three days. But so he, so two and three are like three days. Yeah. Okay. And then and so four, four is the next day after this. Because he goes, at the beginning of part four, he goes right to the morgue at the end of this day. Yeah. And then comes out of the morgue. So it's the next day. So that would be, so that's like what, show. that's five days? Actually, no, I think they get two nights at that house in part four. What? But I, I almost uh, look at that. There's the night they move in, and right? then there's the day, and then there's the following that's next night. night. So, yeah, that's an additional two days. Yeah, so it's just like every Jason week. movie is two days. <laughs> <laughs> a Jason movie is two days. Don't you ever – I mean, you kind of look at that as like those first Thursday couple, the 18th. The first couple of kills are kind of like the cold open, and then once the teenagers show up, like that's, you know, yeah. that's our day. Uh-huh. Yeah, you always get them showing up. They always kill somebody. So anyway, so so I fucking love this movie regardless. I like uh, 2D or 3D. I don't think it matters. I just like this movie. Uh, I like it. You, I quote from it constantly. Uh, few characters I don't care for, a few actors I don't care for, but it helps with the, you know, adds to the cheesiness and the fun just because, I mean, it gets worse as the series goes on, so... You might as well enjoy the early ones. So, yeah. so I totally recommend it. Well, I'm in a situation where I mean, like, I know this movie so well. There's no way I can give an unbiased. Distance yourself. <laughs> Distance yourself. You didn't make yeah. the movie. Just give your opinion about the movie. Well, I mean, but that's the thing. I bet I don't you think, feel like you did at this point. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that I can. I I have seen this movie since I was, you know, I don't know. I saw it originally on. When it was syndicated for television, and I don't know what year the hell that was. Yeah. When they edited everything out of it, then later I saw the <laughs> unedited version and eventually tracked down all the 3D versions and whatnot. But uh, so I mean, I can't. I mean, it's going to be a recommendation. <laughs> that being said, you know, as time goes on and you know you become more you know a film aware and you look back at like this particular period of time, you know, these movies are extremely cheap knockoffs of the movie that came before it. You know, I mean, they're very cynical in a way that they are kind of basically exploiting the uh, the moment of death. I mean, that's basically why you're going to see it. It's because these people, they almost don't matter who they are. It's like that they're going to die in a creative way. At the time that I was watching it, you know, when I was a kid, I got really, I really got off on just the uh, the effects that were used. It's like, well, because it was like an illusion, you know. I mean, it was like a magic trick well, for sure. happening on the screen. It's yep. like, oh, how they get that knife to go through, and somehow that distance you you from the actual horror of murder that's taking place in yeah. these things. And I think, like, even now, it's hard to see them as like, you know, I think the way the parents were seeing them in the 1980s like this is reprehensible i think the kids are eating it up not because people are being killed but because like oh that's awesome did you see that he crushed that guy's head and his eyeball popped out you know 
and that's still, I mean, I can't, I, it's like now I can't not see it that way still, you know, I mean, that's the way that, that I saw it originally. And that's the way that I still keep seeing it. Even, you know, as you try to apply like a, uh, a critic, you know, the lens of a critic to it or film criticism to it. It's like, yeah, okay. I, I admit that, the, you know, they're not like, you know, the most, the world's best written films. They don't have like, you know, the characters are, I like the fact that they're at least doing some kind of, um, you know, little character arcs or, you know, little personality traits. I like the fact that like yeah. we we're talking about that they are like a basically naive, innocent kind of people. They're yeah. likable. Maybe they're likable. Yeah. Because they got to be likable for you to be concerned. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's a, that's they're starting the to get rid of that now. Yeah. The difference <laughs> yeah. being between the, the modern and the, and the old is that I like these people. And it, you know, it, yeah, it does suck when they get killed. I mean, I guess that's, no. you know, well, are you concerned when they're wandering out going like, hello, what was that? Is I'm about to be in danger. And then like some, it's not a cat, thank God, that jumps out. They wait yeah. until part seven. Right, yeah. Right. yeah. But, <laughs> you're only concerned, I think, because you're putting yourself in their position. You're identifying right. what they Is situation. it going to be there? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's the intention. I've gone to camp before. The time. I've, yeah. I've stayed in a cabin with friends. Yeah. It's going to happen to me. That's, I mean, that's yeah. the intention of these films is to exploit that, you know, like, I feel like, you know, I've been a kid and I've done this type of behavior and I've been in these similar situations and what, it, you know, it's like when you're alone and you hear something snap in the woods is that, you know, Jason going to be there, you know, to, and, uh, you know, I like this movie because like we were talking about that it is the one that establishes finally that this is the iconic look of the character, uh, I mean, there is no character there. I mean, let's say that he is a character who exists in his in his physical. He's uh, Frankenstein. He's a shape. And later in his, uh, in, when Kane Hodder finally takes over the role in his physicality. In the worst movies Which too. One? Yeah, isn't that, yeah, isn't that weird? Seven. That's uh, Kane yeah, Hodder's seven, first, seven, eight, is, nine, ten. Yeah, but the, the best Jason's the worst movie. Kane Hodder, when he is that character, like he is a physical, imposing presence. Yeah. He breathes with his shoulders. He yeah. does. Yeah, he could. He feel like he could rip you apart. Yeah, like, oh. and that made him something. I mean, like we're talking about a character that has nothing. He's nothing. He has jaws on two legs. He kills wow. whatever he bumps into. He is a force of nature. He arrives with the storm every fucking movie. There's a storm. Jason shows up and he kills a bunch of kids. And then he gets his what's coming to him because we got to put the evil down by the end of it. And he shows back up. But evil never dies. Time. And he's still showing up to this day. It's 2014 and 2015. Friday the 13th. And he's still a thing. In some version, or you know, whatever. I wish the viewer or the listeners could see the joy in your eyes as he's, <laughs> he's crying. He's this. crying. <laughs> well, just because, like I said, I love that the fact that there are Facebook memes still to this day that feature Jason. I go to see movies at AMC theaters, and what are they? The the horror character is represented by a, a hockey, hockey mask killer with a chainsaw. Still, but, yeah, I mean, oh, right. You know, <laughs> little muddled, but still. Bit. But it's cool to see that, like you know, that generation created. The, the the second, I think, you know, if the first batch of horror icons were Dracula, Frankenstein, the mummy, and et cetera, in the 30s, it was the 80s that gave us, you know, the Mike Myers, the Jasons, the Leatherface, technically the second. But you know what I mean? They sequelized them. They're popular from the 80s, the Freddy Kruegers, uh, the Chuckies, Pinheads, and so forth. Yeah, even um, as much as the versus movies later. Yeah, I mean, we have. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it mirrors 40 years ago. Yep. It's funny. 
And, and it, I mean, I've always said that good horror comes every 40 years. <laughs> and now we have, you know, I mean, like, we still have movies that are being produced every year, the paranormal activity movies, and for a while there, there was Saw, and Saw had a guy. Yeah, yeah, you know, had a guy. But it's just not, I don't know, it's, not the same. it's just Sticks. not the same. They make it with the intention of being so. Sure. This was an accident. All these were happy accidents. Mm-hmm. Now they have the intention of, like, we're going to give them a fancy name. Yeah, yeah, and they're just like he's gonna look cool. Yeah, and it's just like fuck. Okay, all right, you know, I, I it's a prepackaged coolness that right. everybody knows. It's like yeah. all right, cool. Yeah, like these the sinister guy. He's the next guy, right? Yeah, sinister you guy. Sinister you can't guy. wander into that like these guys did. Yeah, yeah. they bumped into and it. became so huge, so oh. huge that I mean, like kids, like we were talking about, who don't know the character, know nothing about it. No, the boogeyman is the guy with the fucking hockey mask. Guy. Right. You know, I mean, like that's just everywhere. That was the Joker too. I yeah. noticed. Yeah, well, he is now. Yeah, yeah, little three-year-olds. I've I've worn Joker shirts, and right. they're like Joker, Joker. They just know Joker's one of those guys. Now yeah. I may be more cynical than most, but I don't think we'll ever get that back. I don't oh, think. I don't, think I don't know. I don't think not it's like, possible. Not like, the, not not like, like this. Not it's like that. Different. Something new. It's going to be different. I, it has to be different. But I don't think. I can't see we're going to get something that's going to stick around for forty more years. We will. We got. We got Scream. Well, yeah, Scream was, like was a, the last he was one. A late addition to this. He was, was a late addition. Last. Yeah, but he, he came in like the mid nineties. Yeah, so, but, I mean, yeah, but that's something. He was Scream, the last. Scream is commenting on all these. Yeah, films. yeah. But he was and, a successful. Right. Then by that way, like yeah, injecting much. itself, a Ghostface has injected himself yeah. into that paint. And, and yeah, box. maybe Saw was the last one. Yeah. The, the the Saw puppet. Yeah. The was the last one. one that's really I mean it was popular yeah. it's noticeable it's like it's not going to be forgotten and I guess really? one 30 more... years from now you don't think that'll no I mean that, that little no. look because the, they're gonna there's dolls and it'll be whenever you see the other ones you'll see the saw puppet in there because I'm, like, I'm sure they'll bring saw you know, back in time it's gonna be on the, the fucking the lineup or whatever the, you, mm. know, you have your horror icon lineup we have the core movie. four <laughs> and that's it alright <laughs> yeah well many have tried some might slip in a leprechaun some might right, right yeah. exactly but also <laughs> this movie has I think like it's it is I think my favorite 3D film of all time only because of it's uh, ridiculous adherence to like we are going. People have paid for a goddamn 3D movie. Yeah. We're going to throw everything in and their face. It's awesome. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I would recommend. You got it right. It's Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, Friday. the question you is, you got to see you, the whole fucking series. You really do. It. Just real quick. Uh, I th- I feel like somebody's going to be yelling this at their microphone or at their headphones. Uh, is it zombies? Are we? Because right now, like, all horror is, you know, zombies. No, we're past that. No, we're, we're past zombies, paranormal, dude. uh, it's either ghosts. We're still in ghost movies. It's ghosts. Yeah, yeah but World War, we're getting to the World War Z. I think we're getting to the end of it. That was at the end. That was at the tail end When zombies have Brad Pitt in their movie, that's the That's the going to space. Okay. Of the zombie genre. This is true. It's plateaued at a level of, like, uh, we're done. When zombies have made mainstream television... And yep. Brad Pitt, you've the, the, you've isn't that what we're time. talking about? The fact that the popularity gets to a point where you're just making money off the idea that was the phenomenon. Well, but these, that's but these all movies, of this, though. Yeah, Friday the 13th Part 3 was nothing for the studio and the people who made it was a cynical cash grab. Bullshit. The fact that we're assigning all this, like, you know, interest to it later it and fondness for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, it is. in a way, because it these is. were throwaway movies yeah. that, like, all horror all picked horror. them up and with, cherishes them. It started with a title. 
Let's name this movie. Let's name this movie Friday the Thirteenth. Unlucky day. Like they sat around and like I don't know if you know the story, but they're like we need to see. Like we need to come up with a name for the next horror franchise. We're gonna call it Friday the Thirteenth. We don't. What was it? They didn't know if anything had ever been called that before. They said we're gonna call it this. Throw it out there. See if anybody says. Can't call I always it thought it was like because it's like and you it called the, the first one like Halloween, so it's like, well, let's find another scary holiday. Yeah, I mean it. that was yeah, a thing too. It. Yeah. So then you get my bloody Valentine. You get Thanksgiving. Oh, we never got that. Uh, New Year's Evil. New Year's. Uh, what was April Fool's Day? Yeah, April Fool's oh, yeah. Day. I mean, there's every yeah. single holiday. Everyone. Has a, yeah. You know, Silent, Silent Night, Night, Deadly Night. Deadly Night. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Garbage Easter. Day. There was Easter. <laughs> don't don't do it. Just well, that's let that, it die. That could have been a spinoff. Garbage day. Oh, <laughs> garbage day. Sorry, I apologize. Yeah. Sean, but that's a recommendation from college. So, Sean, your movie. Uh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was awesome to finally see it in 3D. I mean, as many versions as there have been in the red and blue, I've never seen this movie in 3D, and I'd, I've grown up with this series and with this movie, and it was it was fantastic to finally see it. I thought it was uh, awesome. It's definitely a movie that plays much better uh, in 3D, not to say that it doesn't play good in 2D. I, li- I like the story. Um, uh, I do like the characters. I think they're a little definitely a little stronger in this movie than they are in, in uh, other Friday the 13ths. Um, there are strong characters in some of those movies too, especially like Six, like we discussed. Mm-hmm. That that to me is a strong movie. That might actually be my favorite one, um, maybe because it's the first one I saw. But um, definitely, definitely, I love this series. Um, it was one of the like we said the core four that I grew up with. It was Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween, Texas Chainsaw, Nightmare on Elm Street. Those are those are the classic horror movies to me. For some people, it's you know could be the older ones like you were discussing, the Dracula's, the Frankenstein's, the Wolfman's, and all that. But for me, this was it, and it was finally nice to bring one of them to the freak show. Um, this is definitely a recommend, definitely a recommend for me. Uh, but yeah, um, that's it's a good movie to me. I, li- I like this, Jason. I like everything they introduced in it. Again, we said the classic introduction of the mask. Um, that 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 axe mark in the mask is always it's always been one of my favorite things to keep track of, but uh, yeah, that's good. I recommend it. It's always I, funny to it. Oh no, I was gonna say like I we've been discussing also how we've kind of seen them out of order as we've grown up, which is the way I experienced it too. But I think if you haven't, and I recommend this to Tom, even though I know you hate horror movies, but if you have kind of seen them out of order. I don't think you can. I don't. You can't fully appreciate each one. I think you have to go back and see them one, two, three, four. As you get to the later ones, obviously they get a little. They're a little worse for wear as far as story goes. But go back and watch them in order, or at least fill in the gaps of what you haven't seen, and experience the entire series because it's a good story. There are many good mini arcs within the series that you can be probably pre- skip with. ten. You can skip ten. Thank I, you, thank you, I, Tom. Like, I mean, like you I don't mean, need to be a it. horror fan to enjoy ten. Like, see it, but like, if you like, if you like, you know, Friday the Thirteenth, you can probably skip ten. It's a horror movie that has Jason in it. But go back and, especially with the early ones, start and watch them all. Fill in your gaps. See them all. Definitely a series worth checking out. Highly recommend. Well, there you go. That's there it is. Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. 
in, in 3D. 3D. Oh, and we should uh, mention also that Richard Brooker, the Richard Brooker, uh, the Jason in this film, died like a year ago. Oh, like, he suddenly. did. He was like 54 years old. He did. Moment of silence. How old was wow. he? Wow, how old was he when he was Jason? He's young. Young. Yeah, he's fairly young. Stuntman or something at the yeah. time. He's probably younger than Rick. <laughs> and there it is. That's Tom's thing. He globs onto one thing. Each film. That's a great term to use. He globs on. I like that. He globs onto one thing. Yeah, first yeah. it was mess shirts. Now it's Rick. So next week at the Saturday Night Freak Show, Brent's going to be here. He's going to bring a movie, oh, and we're going to watch. Uh, you guys think I forgot, didn't you? Um, it's my pick. Oh, I think you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did. Um, we're finally going to go back to a Zemeckis flick. Uh-oh. We're going to watch Death Becomes Her. Oh, sweet. Yes. I was wondering Good what middle of the 90s movie you pick. Good choice. <laughs> Tom, you son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. So there you go. That's next week on the Saturday Night Free Show. As always, find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podbay FM, TuneIn Radio, and others. Just Google us. We're everywhere. We're, there. We're taking over We're your there. radio. And uh, on our website, Saturday Night Freak Show. .blogspot.com and if we remember we'll try and post uh, something the pictures from, from the, the stills from the alternate ending and, uh, of Friday 13 part 3 on Facebook facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show and until next week